Welcome to the first Universal After Dark of 2019, recorded live on the 24th of January. Well, the podcast was recorded live. I'm recording this intro after we finish recording. But um, there are a few sound issues. We was having some uh, connection issues with, with Luke towards the beginning of the show. So um, just to kind of pre-warn you that there is a little bit of glitching so um but listen for it the rest of the show is is completely fine it's all brilliant um joined by luke and by chris and we talk about uh all number of things from um, the latest comcast announcements about the parks uh we talk about what to expect this year in the parks as well and uh everything in between so we've kept you waiting long enough for a new episode so please enjoy the first episode of Universal After Dark 2019. The Tis After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. WPMagicJourneys.com Tell me you heard this ad at This After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hello and welcome to another edition, the first of 2019 of Universal After Dark. Um, You might have noticed I'm not Amanda. Um, I was going to try and put on a Scouse accent, but frankly that's just embarrassing for everybody. Um, So before we kind of kick off properly... um, Sorry there's not been a show for a while. Sometimes life just gets in the way. This is a hobby for all of us. We we all love doing it. Um, but sometimes, you know, things just happen beyond your control. We tried to get together a few times. In fact, we would have recorded an episode last, uh, last week had uh, my internet decided not to work at the particular time we was going to record and everyone just sat there for an hour getting more and more pissed off with me um but yeah sometimes life happens and uh, at the moment a man is really busy and she she can't do it she wanted something out so here we are so amanda hasn't gone anywhere she will be back for this episode and hopefully this episode alone you've got me back and you have at least some decent people on with me. So we have the extremely talented Mr. Ripley. Uh, hello, good evening. How are you? Indeed. Uh, I'm fine, thank you very much for asking. And we have also got everybody's favourite Luke from America. Luke! <laughs> oh, shoot, that's me. What's up? 
<laughs> I have to just caveat that because we got two Luke's, you know. So America, I like it. Yeah, you know that, that that's that's the only that's the only thing. Um, right, and I'm going to start off. I'm, I'm very self indulgent, which I know is unusual for me, but um, I'm very excited because uh, during the break from the last episode to this episode, myself and P Dubs have have booked our trip to Orlando for Halloween Horror Nights. And we will be joining uh, as many people on the podcast as can make it out at the time. So I think at the moment we've got Mr. D confirmed. Uh, Craig is confirmed. Stuart from Two Tribes Podcast is confirmed. Uh, me and P-Dubs are confirmed. And uh, Amanda, I believe, is confirmed. And I'm, I'm assuming, Luke, I don't mm. even have to ask you, you're going to be there, right? No, Maybe. I'll try to make it out once or twice. Luke's going out of state that week. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna hire a room at the Aventura, and I'm gonna trap him in it. And that I've just realised, saying it out loud sounds extremely perverted, and that is certainly not what I meant. And my wife will stop me going, my wife, if if I carry on with that language. So I apologise. Um, but but yeah, so we we are going. Hopefully, Mister Ripley might be able to join us as well. I don't know. I'm not going to put him on the spot, but <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. As... I'm still getting over the last time I went. That Luke and his tablets and oh, that thing, I tell you. Yeah. And the biscuits. That was like the best. Oh, that's to be honest. Like the the, the two things I'm mo- I should be looking forward to meeting listeners. I should be looking forward to going to Halloween Horror Nights again with Craig because we just had the most amazing weekend last time. But. I, I think just neck on neck and neck or, or slightly edging ahead of that is seeing Luke again because oh we had goodness. such a, a <laughs> laugh that night. It was amazing. No, I, think, I think you should really be hyped about uh, those macaroni bites. Chris can back me up on this. Macaroni yeah. bites. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> are, are these are these deep fried macaroni bites or something? They're, yeah, basically, I guess. It's oh like chicken God. nuggets, but instead of chicken inside, it's macaroni. Well, thank God. Thank God macaroni isn't a living animal, because that means I can munch. So I am all over that. Yeah, okay, well, that's my weekend food sorted, I think. Um, so, yeah, what is it? Is it 26th? We're going the 26th of September through to the 30th. Um, and we know already that some... Our listeners are, are going to be joining us at the same time, so that's amazing. Uh, we met some on on our last trips, and um, it, it's always amazing that you you meet someone that actually listens to the content you put out. So I'm really excited to meet those people again, and hopefully meet some new listeners. And uh, we're going to do some kind of meet up during that weekend, and we will put details of that out on uh, the social media channels once we've de- we've finalised what day that's going to be. I think Mr. D's only going to be there for one day with us, so I think we're probably going to try and work it around that. But uh, yeah, so if you if you're thinking about going to Halloween Horror Nights this year, uh, 26th to the 30th of September, that is when you want to be in Orlando. So um, that's the egotistical bit out of the way because it's mainly about me. And no, it's true, it's true. Thank you very much, Kurt Angle. Um, <laughs> and I actually want to go over to you now, Luke, because. Um, one of the things that's happened fairly recently is uh, you've celebrated another year getting older. Mm. Yeah, a little birthday, didn't you? 
So um, I know yeah. that you. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> and uh, you're you're a year closer to legal drinking age as well, I believe. Yes, I am now twenty years old. Oh, Jeez. I feel so old. <laughs> I thought you were older than that. Uh, no, no, I changed oh. a couple years ago. What about all those shots of rum we were doing? You didn't knock, you didn't like put those back. Oh, I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, just in case any anyone from the Florida State Police is, is listening, um, and I, I don't know they do. They love this show. Um, but you did have a birthday trip recently, so um, I just I've I've seen obviously some of your social media about it, but I thought you might want to tell us about what you got up to. Yeah, so I got a super, super cheap hotel. I mean, it was, I think, for two nights. I got it for a total of $141. What? So that was pretty nice. Yeah, and it was right down the road. is that Best Western Gateway Hotel. So it was like a mile away from the park. That was nice. And they had a microwave in the hotel, you know? So that's good for Taco Bell, Voodoo Donuts. Not at the same time, though. Whatever you want to put in the microwave. Why Why would you put a really donut in or a microwave? Whatever you want to do. <laughs> but, I, but I'm I'm just trying to... Why would you want to put a, a voodoo donut in a microwave? In a, oh, in a microwave. Sorry, you cut out. Um, Because it warms it up. You know, you got to... You buy it. Right. You save it for the next morning and for breakfast. Freshen it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Got you. Got Actually, you. you could see that in the new video. Just uh, plugging that in real quick. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to plug at the end, but I just plug away. Plug away. Yeah, yeah, um, you can see me heat up my voodoo donut. <laughs> well, I mean, if anyone's on the fence about watching your video, and they're like, mm, do I really want to watch another like Orlando vlogger? Oh, he heats up a donut in a microwave. Count me in. <laughs> um, yeah. So so how many days? So was you there for two days in total? Yeah. Okay. And how many of you went down there? Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, well, it was me throughout the trip. So, so you know, all the locals. <laughs> so you just cut out there. How many of there was you? Kind of. Oh, yeah. Sorry, there's this is bad internet. Um, there was. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five in total ish, but only two of us in the room. Right. Am I cutting out again? No, no, no. So okay. you, you didn't have to clarify how many was in the room. I mean, I'm not a hotel inspector. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, chuck you out for having to. Okay. We've all been there okay, and done yeah. that, by the way. You know. Yeah, I, they they told me they listened, you know. Oh, right. Well, yeah, but, you, but you've left now. So, you know. Um, and, yeah, what did you do? Uh, what What was yeah. your plan for the for yeah. the whole trip? My entire plan was to have fun and go to Universal. That's a good plan, right? I think that's a pretty soddy plan. Um, apologies, actually, by the way. I've just realized um, I've just opened yeah. my beer because I forgot to, everybody, to ask everybody what they're drinking. And I realized I was thirsty. And I've just opened my beer like an, a, an unprofessional. So apologies. <laughs> I'm drinking Bud Light, Mr. Ripley. What are you doing? Uh, well, I've just moved home. I can't even find my cups and glasses, so I'm not drinking anything. Oh, man, you're going to be parched. Um, Luke, <laughs> Luke, do you have a beverage Uh-oh. with you? Yeah, I'm drinking a little mini can of Coke. <laughs> I don't get those mini cans of Coke. <laughs> well, if Amanda was here, it'd be a can of Coke. And some chicken. 
Well, actually, yeah. no, it wouldn't be because Amanda. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, so you're there for two days. Your whole plan is to to spend the entire time at Universal um, with the people that you were there with. Were were they fans of Universal, or had you kind of dragged them along because it was your birthday? Oh, they were already fans of Universal. I usually don't drag people there if they don't like it. But um, not against their will, at least. Okay. That's very nice of you, I suppose. Um, um, so what did you do? But, on the yeah, fir- they all had passes. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you do on the first day? First day, I actually had to work. So I had to work that day, and then I went up to... I'm getting a poor network connection notification. Can you guys still hear me? Yes. Okay. So I worked, and then we went up, checked in, and we got there about, like, six-ish. So we didn't have too much time to spend at the park. So we went to the parks as much as we could. And they closed really early this time of year. I think they closed at, like, seven. Wow. Yeah, so actually we got there around, like, five. So, yeah, we had about, like, two hours in the park. And then we just went to City Walk, got some Voodoo Donuts, and then just went back to the hotel hung out because they closed super early so i mean obviously you know who doesn't like donuts um and it was your birthday so you're probably going to gorge yourself a little bit so um can i ask how many you actually bought a whopping two (laughs) They're, they're pretty big though they are i had one i got the voodoo doll Mm -hmm. and the apple fritter so I had the the voodoo doll when I got home and then the apple fritter for breakfast. Oh, wait. Or flip. Did I flip that? I don't remember. I'll have to go watch the video. <laughs> By the way, there's videos out. Did you guys know that? <laughs> well, if anyone didn't, they do now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's the, that is the problem I find with um, with Universal this, this time of year. Uh, I mean, well, to be honest, most of the year, they do seem to close a lot earlier than um, a lot of theme parks. But, um, yeah. It didn't obviously leave you much time to to do anything, so you've you've had at least one donut, and you've woken up and you've had at least another donut, and then you're going to yeah. the parks. So what did you do for the second day? Second day, we started off going. Well, we got there around like ten thirty in the morning, so that was early for us because we always get there at like either for stay and scream or just sometime after work that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went to the to call that annual pass holder lounge because we've never we've never been in that so we got to do that and you have this really cool slushy machine in that which is you buy a drink that they have and it slushifies it for you and it's the same price as all the other drinks it's just slushified so because because we talked a little bit about this on a previous episode but now you've actually tried it so i mean can you literally do that to any drink they have not any drink. They have three selections. They have a normal Coke, a Sprite, and Blue Powerade. Because I guess it's like temperature controlled. Right. So they can't do you it know, on all the random ones. But yeah. The Sprite tasted good though. Like it it was just a slushy in the bottle. And it wasn't too slushied to where, you know, you can't drink it. It was a perfect mixture. It, it bugs me. It does bug me when you have a slush that you can't drink. Or it's yeah. just syrup. And then you're left with a yeah, load of ice. Like, yeah. Exactly. It's a perfect amount. Nice. <laughs> but it's and it's Universal. only available at the, the annual parcel lounge. I think so. Mm, well, that's sure. 
That's going to change my ticket options when I go in September then. I need to have one of these slushes in my life. Oh, yeah. Okay. What changed my mind for the ticket option was that $25 parking. Is that included with your ticket? Yeah, that's free. Free parking. Whoa. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, it's a, it's, a, it's a good point. I mean, I know it's going slightly off topic now, but I think to anybody that is going to be, you know, coming down, it, it, like whether you're flying over from the UK or um, whether you're a local resident or just, you know, coming from out of state, $25 a day parking adds up. Oh, yeah. So that that is definitely a benefit then of, of looking at an annual pass. So much more reasonable than Disney's as well. Or so. sure. Mm. Also, right now they're doing some deal where you get... I got six months for free on my pass. I just renewed it like a few days or a couple weeks ago The on Monday, whatever. The day I went for the birthday thing. I got an extra six months. Six so I got months? Whole, yeah, wow. a year and a half for the wow. price of one. Wow. I'm... Wow. You lucky... I'm pretty. I'm pretty shocked at that. I've got to be honest. I'm pretty shocked at that because that that sounds more like a tactic of someone that's not doing particularly well. You know, so I'm surprised they give you that. Yeah, that's a good I'm deal. Not complaining, but oh, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> what I meant was is that to me, like Universal, it seems to be kind of like on the up. Yeah, and that's something you know. I mean, God, if that's what Universal doing, what a Sea World offering like three years free or something. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, okay, so you've hit the lounge, you've had uh, this new incredible slushy, and then you've gone to the park. Oh yeah, where so have you gone to first? Hit, oh, Men in Black and ET. I think we hit that about like six times each <laughs> throughout those two days. Men in Black, actually, Ashton and I are keeping a counter this year, so we're going to keep a count for how many times we go on it in 2019. Nice. So that's, I'm excited I'm excited to see what that turns into. Right now, we're at four or six. I don't know. Now, just a hypothetical question, but I mean, I know you like Men in Black. Of course. Have you, have you seen this trailer for the new Men in Black? Yeah. I think I watched it once. Would you... Would you be upset if they updated the Men in Black attraction for this new film? I would. I would see the set that we have go because I like, and I also like Wilson and all that whole. I like those movies; those are funny. Mm. And I, but if they refurbed it, it wouldn't suck as much because you know how sometimes you get guns that don't work, or you just get weird bugs in that ride. It yeah, always you... breaks down when I go on it. Yeah. I've not been on it when it's broken down, but I've definitely had uh, a faulty gun, or at least that's what I've told myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a whopping 53,000 the other day because of a bad gun. Was it, though? Was it yeah. a bad gun? <laughs> yes. Was it? Yes, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you'd absolutely whoop me on that. I mean, that was one of the, well, that was one of the the positive, more positive experiences of of meeting you, Luke, was that we didn't get time to go on Men in Black. Um, so I, I I saved myself the oh, embarrassment yeah, of getting smashed oh. by you. Um, no, no, no. 
possibly be rectified later this year. Um, okay, obviously an ET is ET, so we, we know uh, what, yeah. what that's what that's about. But what, what else are you up to? Mm, what else did we do? We did the mummy a few times, which they have the fire working now. I don't know if you remember oh. the... Yeah. fire in the trophy room yeah that's been down for a while and it's now finally back up and working nice which is perfect because it's too cold for <laughs> me at least it's been like 50s 60s fahrenheit yeah i'm a wimp <laughs> yeah you are we've had snow <laughs> here the last bloody. few days Ew. yeah <laughs> not enough to settle not not where i am anyway but oh um so yeah mummy and then we did I don't think we actually hit Rocket. We wanted to, though. But I don't know why we didn't. Crap. Oh, and we did Shrek 4D. Oh. I haven't been on that in years. It was actually good. Like, I actually enjoyed it. I'd go on it again. I have to sit down. Chairs throw you around. I did not expect that. It's kind of rough. I feel like it wasn't as rough. Like... As a kid, just me. Hmm. Well, I've I've got to be honest. I've not done it since two thousand seven. Shrek. Oh, so I I feel like that's yeah. I find the problem with those things, unless it's a really really good um, ride film, that I can kind of do it once and and be quite content with with not doing it again for a long time. Yeah. Um, And that's how I kind of felt with with Shrek. I mean, I would, I would, I would probably do it again when I go later this year. I probably will do it just because it's probably on its last legs now in its current incarnation. Even if they're keeping yeah. it a Shrek, it's probably going to be updated because of the new film. Um, so I probably would do it again as like a final kind of hurrah. Um, but yeah, I just never have like the urge. And uh, you saying about Rick Ride Rocket? There's two rides I've never done in Universal. And that is one. And what? the other... Oh, actually, no, it's three. I've not done Rip Rock Rocket. Nor uh, have I. Well, yeah, I know why you haven't done it and why you're not going to do it as well. <laughs> I, I I would do it. I didn't do it uh, last time because Craig didn't want to go on it. Okay, we'll go on it this year. Excellent, I gotcha. excellent. I've not been on Storm's Accelerator. Oh, I make that ride fun. Okay, well then we'll do that. We'll definitely do that together then as well because I want to do it fun. And I've never done Dudley Do Right. Oh, you get very wet on that. Yes, well, you get, like insanely wet. That is the problem, see, because I mean I got absolutely drenched twice on Popeye's Bill Rat barges, and I hate that attraction for that reason. So it's always put me off going on Dudley Do Right because people have said the same thing. You will just get absolutely drenched. Um, but yeah, you gotta dress. You definitely gotta dress. That's what I do. If I ever like plan to go on a water ride, I wear like a bathing suit or something. Just a bathing suit. Just... Yeah. yeah, yeah, just a bathing just suit. just a mankini. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, saying that the thing is, like, obviously, we're going to be staying on property. Um, so it does mean that if I want to do that. Then it's only you know twenty minutes back to the hotel room or whatever. Yeah. So. That that's yeah maybe maybe I'll do that just so I can say I've done all the attractions. Okay, yeah, but, we'll do the, those three. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, I've interrupted. What was next? What was next? I think we headed to the other. Oh no, wait, that was the other day. 
Uh, then we headed to the other park. Day two. Uh, what did we do? We did the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Love that ride. Can't go wrong with that. We did Spider-Man. Everything was like a walk-on, basically. By the way, it's like super dead at the parks, and like staying till close. Everyone's basically gone by the end of the day, so everything was just a walk-on. We went on like Doctor Doom, Spider-Man, the Hulk, back to back. That was nice. And then we went over to Cat in the Hat, one of the scariest rides there. Uh, after the hat, what's that thing? Seuss Trolley. We finally got to go on that because oh, that's always actually I've never done yeah. Seuss Trolley. Uh, there's oh, more. I thought I thought I'd done everything, a... but yeah, no, I haven't done Seuss Trolley. Yeah, yeah, it was a walk on too, like just no weight at all because that thing's always so long. Mm. So we went on that. That was nice because it was nice and cold. You know, so it must have been air conditioned in there as well. Oh no no no! They don't have AC on the thing. Yeah. It's um. Have you seen it? The trolley that goes around Seuss Landing? I thought it, I thought it went inside as well. I know it goes outside, but is it is it all outside? Oh yeah, it's mostly outside, other than the part that goes through Circus McGurkis. Right. Okay. But that's the yeah. That track wasn't even opened. I don't know. They like switch the tracks around. Okay. Um. And then did after you, that, did... go ahead. Oh, sorry. sorry. Did you see that the widow of Doctor Zeus died the other day? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude. I wonder what it's going to mean now. Well, she was very, very um, specific in what she wanted or what she would and wouldn't allow in that Zeus island. So uh, mm. you well, never know. Also, in terms yeah. of the films as well, because she put a block on them making any more live action films, didn't she? Mm. After the Cat in the Hat. I mean, fair play. I mean, I've seen the Cat in what? the Hat. I'd abandon them as well. A cat in the hat's awful. That hat, that movie is so good. It's awful. The Grinch, like, I love the Grinch. I love Jim Carrey's Grinch. I, like, I think it's, it's a, hilarious. Oh no, I couldn't. I couldn't take Cat in the Hat. No, I, I really wanted to as well. That that was the most annoying thing. Um, I just found it a very very odd film. Very odd. But. Um, but hey, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. And yeah, I mean, Mr. Ripley, you're right. If if she, because I mean, how many times have we or have there been rumours about you know a uh, low low max ride, sorry, Lorax ride, or you know another attraction going in, and nothing's ever happened, does it? Mm, that's so, right. I, I think they should do a Grinch ride, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's, it's got to be the most popular Doctor Zeus story, isn't it? Yeah. Even more than Cat in the Hat. I know Cat in the Hat was like the famous one, but the Grinch is a Christmas tradition. So. I could I could see a Christmas a Grinch ride there. Yeah. Why not? Easy. Easy. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you did you did some some Zeus, you did some Marvel. Did you do anything else in the Islands of Adventure? Mm, I think that's all we did. I don't know if we went. I think we walked back to Jurassic Park because we actually did see a dinosaur. Some of the, they put up walls <laughs> behind. Oh. Uh, yeah, we, dinosaur, yeah. <laughs> they put up uh, put up walls behind. Uh, what's it called? Discovery Center. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we wanted to go see that, and then I think we left. We wanted to do Jurassic Park, but that's closed too. Was that closed because of weather? No, they have like walls around the entrance. I don't know if they're refurbishing it, but hmm. it is all blocked up. 
for now. Interesting. Uh, and then after that, what did we do? I think we left. I think by that, that by that time it was like park close, seven o'clock. So early. Are they not doing anything for Harry Potter this year? No, they do the shows every night. No, but the last few years they've done. They did one last year, didn't they, as well, Mister Mister Ripley? No, 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 no. Apparently, that's all been put on block by Warner's. Ooh, oh, which we can sure. talk about as well in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's disappointing. I mean, it's disappointing the parts close so early, especially when your time yeah. is limited. Um, but I mean, I suppose the main thing: did you have a good birthday? Oh heck yeah! <laughs> and for a hundred forty-one dollars, I'd do it five more times. <laughs> <laughs> I and, wish. <laughs> and uh, you know, if you've been affected by—I mean, sorry—if you've enjoyed what Luke's said tonight, um, his <laughs> videos are up on your own social media and also on the After Dark Network YouTube channel as well. Heck yeah. So go and check them out. I know what I'll be doing tonight after I've finished editing this podcast. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, but as, as Mr. Ripley alluded to, there's been a fair few rumblings and kind of mm. weird little things going on in the background <laughs> at Universal of late involving... Uh, they're what used to be at one point one of their bestest buddies. They've had a bit of a spat. Well, yeah, there's huge rumblings going on um, at Universal because at the moment, if you was to consider it as a wider um, story, you've got now Disney, Universal and Warners and all three are sort of juggling for position to be the top dog in the media industry now. So you've got you know, Warner's has been buying up companies. Disney's been buying up companies. Comcast has been buying up companies. And it's getting a bit of a war now. You know, they're all coming off of Netflix. They've all said, no, we're going to do our own streaming services. And so there's all this stuff going on. And in a wider context, a lot of commentators are saying that Warner's are trying to push away and do more of their own stuff using their own IPs and not being as collaborative as they have been in the past particularly with people like universal Mm. just because of the way in which going forward they wish to use their brands to maximize their bottom line like what disney does basically with their brands so the rumor is that you know because of that warners are not being as cooperative with uh the potter stuff um, and that sort of sprung from various moves that Warners have done about moving their content around in the industry. But also it comes from the fact that they have put formal requests for um, delays to the decision upon whether they can get a trademark for the name Fantastic Worlds. So this is this alludes to the new Third Gate um, which is obviously going to feature Game of Thrones, as we've always said. Um, <laughs> not confirmed, but uh, no, this is this is the third gate that's been going on forever and ever. But you know, now he's finally taking shape. Yeah. So, so Universal still apparently the plans for this park are still sort of in flux because a lot of it's going to be external IP held, um, and 
if if they was to turn the clock back and look at the problems they had with getting the rights to stuff for Islands of Adventure, um, you know, they're probably having similar problems nailing down exactly what they're going to do in this new park, let alone what they're going to call the new park. Because the theme park design now, with like the new Star Wars land and all the Potter stuff that they've done, it's about an immersive world, and that's where this world comes from. They're not building lands within this theme park. They're going to be separate worlds. Right. That's the gimmick they're trying to sell. And, of course, the word fantastic refers possibly to fantastic beasts, and apparently, according to the requests for a delay on this, Warners don't seem to be very happy that Universal are kind of using a word that is associated with one of their brands. It's no one owns the word fantastic or beasts. If they wanted to call it Universal Beast World, would they would they have the same issue then? Well, maybe you know, maybe uh, uh, Disney might put a thing in. So you're using the Fantastic Four's uh, branding. <laughs> uh, well, actually, good point. Disney can just turn around and say um, Disney World. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> name blown out yeah. the water by their two biggest rivals. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean that's that's crazy. That's crazy talk. Um I yeah, I don't I don't associate fantastic the word fantastic with just fantastic beasts. You know. No. No. And I don't think Fantastic Beasts is ever going to do the business of what the original Harry Potter films did. Oh god no. I mean mm-hmm. series is I mean I I saw the second one and I like the second one and I know people have got issues with it but i thought it was you know decent enough i enjoyed myself um but you've got to look at the box office and it's diminishing returns and yeah. normally if a series series either go up and each one makes more than the last or or certainly makes comparable um but this one hasn't mm. and the first obviously the first fantastic beast didn't do uh you know wasn't as big as the harry potter series um and this one's done less. So is this going to be a series of films with diminishing returns? Uh, is this, as much as like the, the, the world and the characters, is this just going to be something that is not going to have the longevity of, of Harry Potter? Um, and at this moment, you've got to question if they do or not. Now, the the Universal as part of the, the whole Wisdom World IP uh, ownership, they have first refusal for, uh, you know, extending the IP to, you know, a, a bigger universe, or is it a case of Harry Potter's Harry Potter, and Fantastic Beasts would be its own, you know? Well, thing? it's interesting you should say that because it does bring us on to the next discussion topic, in that um, the. When you drill down into the copyrights that Universal uses, um, in particular, if you drill down and look at, there was some leaked footage of a, um, I don't know if it was a shareholder meeting or a a senior stakeholder meeting or something, Um, and there were some slides apparently shown of the Fantastic World logo and of what will possibly be in this new park. And although you can't make out everything, it does look as though the... Is it the Crimes of Grindelwald? Yeah. 
was under a separate trademark, and then it was uh, comma, then it was Harry Potter, blah, 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 blah. So to answer your question, I don't know, but at least in as much as on that, they were separate copyrights. So the they weren't all bunched together. See, the reason why I asked that question is because, you know, so again, something we talked about before is that last year was the first year that Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood had real competition from a, a studio in that Warner Brothers have started doing a Halloween Horror Nights event. Sorry, not a Halloween yes. Horror Nights event, a Halloween horror event. <laughs> mm. um, and that, that launched last that year. Um and you know, and you know, using some of the the, the themes that would definitely have been at Universal had it not been for it. Um, mm. And so you do have to wonder. I mean, I know that the Warner Brothers lot is, you know, still a major studio. It's not like Universal; it's expanded into being, you know, a working studio and a theme park. At the moment, it's still very much a studio, but. You do have to think if if they could, if Universal didn't have this first refusal um, for expanding using you know these new films or whatever, you would think Warner would do everything it could to not let Universal have it, and for them to take that and do something with it. Well, last year as well was the first year in quite a long time where there was absolutely no Warner Brothers products. Um, uh, sorry, Warner Brothers films represented at both Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. I know uh, Trick or Treat kind of had a connection there, but I think that was just distribution, wasn't it? Yeah, I asked about that. It was the legendary um, produced it and it was released under Warner's, but they're in contract with Universal Legendary, so that's how they managed to... Yeah. Uh, to get it but yeah i mean obviously everyone expected it last year and obviously that was at, at um the warner brothers studios in, in hollywood um and so yeah it's it's interesting and i mean warner's obviously have um you know quite a lot of properties they could use for such an event but at this moment that's all they've really got room to do but you've got to think you know the Wizard World was such a, a game changer for the mm. theme parks that if they could do something themselves, they'd be crazy not to try and do something mm. and be in real competition. But the, the fact is, is that they'd be doing it with a Harry Potter franchise, which just isn't Harry Potter. Mm. So, you know, it would probably be successful, but it's not going to have that hype that the Wizarding World does. That's true. And also, going back to that leaked footage of the slides from the presentation, um, the bunch of copyrights at the very end of the presentation that were all bunched together, um, you can't make out everything. But the first uh, number of those copyrights were Jurassic Park, Mummy, uh, Harry Potter, American Express, E.T. So all things that are currently in Universal Parks in Orlando because mm. um, American Express is their partner. Um, but then underneath that, this is the interesting part, it had Universal Monsters. For some reason, it had Frankenstein. 
Then it had Grindelwald, which we've mentioned. Then it had Nintendo, which we know about. And then, which I find the most interesting, it had Scooby-Doo. Yeah, and we've <laughs> we've talking about this separately because we've got very mixed feelings about about this. Um, well, I think we can agree on one thing. I think you could do some really interesting stuff with the IP. Mm. And obviously Scooby-Doo has been uh, part of Universal for, well, I don't know, since the, the early 90s? Mid-90s, uh, maybe? Well, Scooby-Doo was in the Hanna-Barbera ride in Orlando. Oh, so opening day then? Yeah, opening day. But then it went away. The Hanna-Barbera ride got replaced by Johnny Neutron, did Yes, it? yeah. Yeah, um, and then obviously that got replaced by Minions. But Scooby-Doo, I think, has been a meet-and-greet character for quite a long time. But mm. incidentally, Scooby-Doo is owned by Warner Brothers. Yes. So... <laughs> well, as is, as is Beetlejuice. As is Beetlejuice, yeah. You know. Um, so that that's that's what's interesting. I mean, the thing is, uh, you know, Warner, Warner had their toes dipped into theme parks, didn't they? Um, they used to own a lot of Six Flags mm. back in the day um, because a lot of those Six Flags parts had uh, DC lands, um, had yeah. rides based on Warner Brother properties, ones that made no sense, like there was like a lethal weapon roller coaster and, and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, completely, completely unthemed as well, just a roller coaster <laughs> called Lethal Weapon. Um but yeah, Warner, Warner's had their toe in theme parks before, um, but never to you know Disney or, or Universal kind of levels of success, and that's why they got kind of sold off. But um, yeah, it, it, it's just interesting. You know, at this moment, I can't see Warner trying to open up a new theme park in America, but you know, there's nothing to stop them with the IPs that they have in doing so. Especially not with DC. Well, the thing is that Universal, um, the, the head of Universal, uh, whose name I think is Steve, no, Steve Burke, isn't it? Head of Universal, Comcast? I don't know. Um, he, he was roomies with Bob Iger. And okay. they were both vying for best boy at Disney under Eisner. And eventually Burke was pushed out and went to Comcast. And they both hate each other. We know that. That's That's been in the tabloids and stuff. So Universal are doing whatever they can to increase their market share, which is only win-win for them in Orlando. And, you know, they're trying to push from being a two- or three-day vacation to being a, a full week. And, you know, with all the hotels they're building and, of course, this new theme park, which apparently is going to have a, another city walk kind of, kind of uh, venue as well. So they're pushing and pushing and pushing to increase. So if they're doing that, and Disney are obviously doing what they're doing – is there any room in the market for someone to come in like Warner Brothers? Yeah, well, I said like they've got the IPs, but you'd have to. It's the location. The location is key, isn't it? Mm. And that's that's a sticking point. Like you could say, New York is crying out for something like that, for example. But where would you build it in New York? Mm. Like you need a lot of land, they and could New just- York's expensive. Well, they could just buy SeaWorld and then just retrofit loads of water yeah, stuff but, in there. But see, that's the problem, isn't it? The, the thing is, on the one hand, 
yes, it would make sense because theme parks thrive in Orlando because it, of the tourists it brings in. But at the same time, there's got to be a saturation point. Mm. And so how, you know, people w- would have to make tough decisions. And quite frankly, you're going to go to the park that gives you the things that you want to see. That's where Disney have been so smart in, in you know, buying up things like Star Wars and Avatar. Mm. Um, but Star Wars, um, you know, and trying to bring people into the things that they want. And that's why, unfortunately, we are seeing all of these IP rides being built and none of these theme rides about India or whatever Bob Iger was talking about the other week. Um, but it, because it brings in the, the casual person. And if, you know, little Johnny is saying to you, oh, daddy, I want to go uh, to the theme parks. And you've got an option of Walnut, you've got an option of a Disney park, and you've got an option of a Universal park. You're going to look at what those parks offer and make your decision based on that. And if little Johnny's favourite thing in the world is DC, he wants to go to Walnut because that's where he's going to get to meet people like Batman. But Mm. if he doesn't, then, you know, I mean, who doesn't love at least stuff that Disney own? There's got to be very few. I know people, there are certain people that don't like Star Wars, but if you don't like Star Wars, don't go to the Star Wars bit. Go to the Mm. Pixar bit, or go to the Frozen bit, or go to the Snow White bit, whatever. Mm. There's lots of things for people to do. And Universal is is great in the IPs that it's got. They're so varied. You know, you don't like Harry Potter. Okay, there's a lot of Harry Potter there, but have you seen our King Kong attraction? You like Marvel superheroes? Go to Marvel Superhero Island. You like uh, Jimmy Fallon? Well, for some reason we built a ride for him. But there's there's <laughs> something there that people can choose from. Um, but your time's going to be limited, especially when you know we go for two weeks normally from the UK, but in America you don't. You might go for just a week. So your time's going to be really split. So I think if they were, they'd need to do it somewhere else they couldn't do it just there they it has to become like a destination spot um but will any new parks like warner's or universal as well will that all not be at the detriment to disney will that not eat into time people would have spent at disney absolutely so it's only lose lose for them in theory and win win for people like universal Potentially. Because their market share is so big, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I mean, I think the thing is, you know, although Arnold's Adventure is, you know, 20 years old this year, isn't it? It's 20th yeah. anniversary of, of Ireland's mm-hmm. this summer. Um, you know, even that's the it's case. Well, I've heard that rumour. Uh, <laughs> I, I just about remember. That was the year I had a nervous breakdown. Not such a good year. Um, oh, crap. But that uh, no, is okay. It's just me being an idiot. But um, I bought I bought a Nintendo Entertainment System and everything was happy again. Um, <laughs> but but you know that that was supposed to start making it more of a longer term prospect. And I love both of those parks, right? But we're going for a weekend, and you can do everything you want in a weekend. You couldn't go mm. to Disney World and do everything you want in Disney World in a weekend because of how big it is. Mm. So. It's been very hard, I think, for Universal to keep people there for longer than uh, a week, you know, and two weeks. You'd really struggle. You, you know, two weeks of just in those two parks, you're going to get slightly bored towards the end of it. 
And well, unless your name's Malaby, I don't think anyone could. Well, touche. Absolutely touche. Um, you know, and that was what was important about Volcano Bay. Yeah, okay, they always had wet and wild down the road, but it was wet and wild. You know, they've built a mm. proper water park now. And with this third gate they're building, that is going to turn Universal, I think, into a seven to ten day vacation spot. And if they do things like done at Cabana Bay with like the Lazy River, you know, that gives you things to do if you don't fancy going to a park. And if they're smart about what they put into the, you know, rumoured City Walk style thing at Third Gate, you know, if they make that a bit of a shopping destination, for example, then that mm. will keep people on property as well. So, you know, that that's where I think Disney's biggest challenge is now. And yeah, I think anyone that's trying to come into the market now is really going to struggle. Yeah, because it would cost a hell of a lot as well, wouldn't it, to set up something from scratch that was worthy enough to try and compete with those. Surely it would make more sense. I know they're, they're obviously having this tit for tat at the moment, but surely it would make more sense for Warner to just license these IPs out to places like Universal. Because mm-hmm. then you're getting money for what they're going to do. Well, this is it, and you don't have all the risk. Exactly. All you've got to do is sit back and wait for the checks to come in. Yeah. yeah. Which is what I would do. I mean, it's it's really funny, because obviously this this whole thing could have been different, because had DC signed the deal in 1996 rather than Marvel, mm. then Disney World would just be, you know, would have had a Marvel gate by now. Yeah. They'd have just, you know, torn the studios apart and just turned it into Marvel Land or something. Um, so it's it's quite funny how this has all come around. But you know, if if I was DC, I'd license out those DC characters to uh, to Universal. Let uh, Disney, you know, let Universal sell the rights to Disney back, so they can do stuff in their theme parks for a ridiculous sum of money, and just make that whole DC island and let Warren just pick up the check. But do you notice now how Marvel has been completely dropped from any Universal Orlando uh, marketing? Interesting. There's no Spider-Man on there anymore, nothing. This is as though there's some kind of, you know, caveat in the contract that Disney have found to stop them from putting anything Marvel out. Hmm. I wonder if they have to approve stuff now that they own Marvel. Well, very, very likely, yeah. And maybe that's why, maybe they're just not approved, you know, maybe Universal puts out, you know, adverts with Spider-Man and they're like, nah, we don't like a shot of Spider-Man, they just got sick of doing it. I don't know if you've ever read it, but it is a really woolly contract. I've, I've, no, I've, I've not read it myself. I've, I've spoken to people that have, like mm, yourself. Um, really not specific at all. No, that's the, that's the thing. It just seems so, I think they were in such dire straits at the time that the deal was done. Oh they yeah, they really definitely. didn't care what. You yeah, know. Marvel were like, yeah, 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 money, money. Well, that, was, that was it. <laughs> that that and a few other things kept them afloat. Do you watch? Um, do you ever watch Parks and Rec? I do. The the Doctor, he's got those two stupid uh, kids, the, the brother and sister, mm-hmm. and they go money, money. <laughs> That's Marvel. That, that that was Marvel back <laughs> in the nineties. Yeah, absolutely. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it would be interesting to see what happens. But yeah, if I was if I was Warner, I'd just license everything out. Why are you just playing hardball? I'm not even. I'm not even sure. Well, they got a new owner, haven't they? They've 
the yeah the just I didn't realise that was happening, but yeah, I saw the other day that it, it, the deal's now been done. Mm. So who is it? Is it it's um, AT and T, isn't it? So because they were obviously merged with AOL back mm. when um, you know AOL was a thing. Um, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, it looks like what's the, what's the, what's this AOL thing you you <laughs> old gentlemen are talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I usually watch Luke. You've got Mal Luke. That'll give you an education lesson. Let me tell you. <laughs> I had to watch that appallingly for uh, the Patreon episode recently. Um, but, yeah, so they've, they've basically been sold for, you know, merged with one communications company and now gone to another one. Um, but I don't I don't really understand why, but whatever. But, yeah, just just license everything out. Just get the money rolling in for doing nothing. I mean, sure, you're not going to potentially you're not going to make as much money back if you weren't doing things yourself. But as you said, Chris, it's the risk. Mm. Anyone that's going to build a theme park now is going to what invest billion dollars. Oh yeah, easily to, to make Minimum. a decent park. Yeah, that's pocket change. That's what yeah. I mean. So, and Florida, the thing is with Walt, much to uh, we we all admire Walt, but he made a massive cock up building. A load of theme parks in swamps. I mean, that is just the worst place to build anything. This is this is why we don't have any work done on the monorail. <laughs> it's just, just a terrible place to build stuff. Yeah, yeah. We were discussing that on Disaster Dark the other day. The fact that we'd rather have seen more monorail than uh, skyliners, but um, yeah, doesn't look like they had much say in that conversation, does it? Unfortunately. The thing is, I uh, like last time I was there, I drove to Tampa. And you don't have to go too far before you're completely uh, far away from the swampland. So if he'd have just built Florida a bit more west towards Tampa, uh, you know, Disney a bit more west towards Tampa, he might have saved his construction costs by about half or something. I don't know. Mm. And then Luke wouldn't have had to have driven so much. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, right. Before before we, we start to... to wrap up um usually what happens when and and i actually think this is amanda's fault this is the only thing i'm going to blame amanda for but usually when an episode of universe after dark is recorded something breaks the next day that we could have talked about but luckily for us it seems to have broken before we recorded Mm -hmm. and luke touched on it earlier on but i'm going to let you chris fill us in well it's, it's, it may have been a, a cock-up. I don't, I don't know if it's if it's legit. Um, but apparently, possibly, maybe, Jurassic World is coming to the new area that's been fenced off within Jurassic Park. So, but... But not confirmed. There's no confirmation at all. It says that there are Jurassic World attractions, uh, with an S, coming to domestic universal theme parks in the US. Now, so we don't know if this is a Jurassic World attraction or a Jurassic Park attraction, for sure. What we do know is, for sure, because the construction permits were filed yesterday. Uh, Well, some of them were anyway. Um, It will be, by the looks of it, some kind of roller coaster. Good. Um. The building that they're proposing to build is in the shape of like a capital uh, T. 
and it, you would enter this new attraction to the right of the visitor center in Jurassic Park. Um, and then you would uh, queue up within that building and then it would shoot you out going towards the Jurassic Park gate. You would then do like lots in, on, on the drawing. It looks like someone's done loads of scribbles. So you would go round and backwards and forwards and round and up and down within the area which used to be the raptor encounter. Then it would shoot you out over the building and into the lagoon. You would then go uh, you would then go north along the lagoon behind the visitor center. You would do two circles around the Harry basically around near the bridge where Harry Potter is. And then it would bring you back behind the visitor center and then into this new building that they're building. So from the drawings, is there any kind of indication of, of what kind of coaster this would be? No, nothing. Nothing. I think from like what it sounds like, it's going to be a kind of like a cheetah hunt, which is also kind of like the Toy Story or uh, the... Uh, 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 same one as basically Forbidden Forest Coaster is going to be. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Okay. I was hoping we might get like another suspended coaster. Because obviously Ooh, since Jordan yeah. Dragons is gone, they could well, do that. There is another drawing that's a bit more difficult to make out. And it doesn't actually say what it is. But it does kind of suggest that there are show scenes within this mm. coaster. But... It might be a foundation layout. It might be something else. It, it just it, it kind of looks like there are buildings wrapping around portions of the track, but it could just as well be like a drainage layout for all I'm looking at. So the thing is, like, I mean, you did it last year, but I think what they did with the Incredi coaster was really clever. Yeah. It could be like that. Now that's a very good attraction. I mean, I I only did Hulk for the first time with Craig. I'd always been too scared to go on the Hulk. And I knew I had to conquer my fear, so I did it on the last the last uh, trip. Um, and, you know, everyone raves about the Hulk. But to me, I think, you know, I think Rock and Roller Coaster is a better coaster. And that's purely because there's some stuff to see while you're going around. And, yeah, don't get me wrong, you, you know, if you, what are you talking about, Nick? You, you get to see, like, the park. Yes, you do. And I get that. But there's no thing to it. Like once you're shot out of that, you know that launch. Mm. There's absolutely and even and even in that launch, it's, it's you know very very light themed. You know, it's the colours of the Hulk. It's the noise of the Hulk. You know that that's about as much storyline as you've got to it. But if you can, Nick, ha- you know, kind of. Sorry, Luke. No, I was just going to say I'm only slightly offended. Oh, as long as it's only slightly, then no, yeah. I, I can live. I can live with that. That's that's fine. Yeah, but it could just as easy have been the Silver Surfer ride. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That there's there's yeah. you know that that's you're entirely spot on. You know, if that was silver rather than green and purple, yeah. Um. So I mean, the thing is, I think if you can incorporate something visual, even though you're not going to see it for very long, but just just something to kind of give you a bit of story. I think that's the perfect balance now you want from an attraction like that. So I'd all be for that, if I'm honest. But I think I'd rather it be 
a suspended, just to make it a bit different, a suspended coaster rather than another car coaster. What, like the, the mm. vampire ride at uh, Chesterton World of Adventures? No, I was thinking more like Dueling Dragons, but like yeah, I mean, even an that. inverted <laughs> coaster. Yeah, but, but to be honest, yeah, even saying like the vampire. <laughs> oh my God, I've not been on that in years. <laughs> I bet you it feels really tame now, don't you? I bet it does, yeah. I bet you're right. I bet it put, you know what? I bet it's like a, a, a slightly sped up version of what the skyline is going to be. Yeah, or like Barnstormer. <laughs> yeah. So the other yeah. thing with this with this this ride and where it's going to go, it, it's not going going to interfere with Toon Lagoon. It's just going to be an addition to the the Jurassic Park area as it stands now. Yeah, they're yeah. adding. Unlike Disney, that takes away and adds. This is yeah. adding. Okay. And but what's going to happen to the flyers? Well, that I don't understand because I I can't really make out on here where the flyers are. But it it looks to me like the f- I mean I've never been on the flyers, but I assume the area they fly in is not massive area. Um, no, not really. And again, you don't really see very much. You see, because I did it uh, must have been two thousand seven ish or whatever. Um, I just remember seeing like if you look down lots of trees, and if you look. You know, left and right, you see views of the parks. Yeah. See, I, I don't think it affects that at all. That's a shame. Looking at this drawing. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there's that. I have got some Halloween Horror Nights news, if you'd like that as well. Yeah, I want. Nah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be an episode of this show without some Halloween Horror Nights news. Well, the thing is, Disney uh, last week put their... Um, Mickey's not so scary tickets up for sale. They did. So they did. Oh, I what? It, well, I think yeah, exactly. I think it's time to talk about Halloween nights if they're already selling tickets for that event. <laughs> well, to be fair, and maybe I'm just about to do your thunder, but they're selling tickets for this year's event. Well, yeah, it, you the UK, you can buy Halloween Horror Nights tickets right now. Wow, yeah. and and cheap. Yeah, they're very reasonable. Yeah. Because I, what I, I, I want to check out the small print because I, well actually that's a lie I did check out the small print and it still didn't really um, explain it to me very well but the ticket in the UK that's on sale at the moment and the only one I've seen for sale at the moment is sixty five pounds mm-hmm. and that gives you two nights entry between Sunday and Friday mm-hmm. so that means the only night you can't go is Saturday now. I'm going for the weekend. So I need a part ticket for Friday night and Sunday night. Mm. Because Saturday night, I think we're trying to do a VIP tour. I would say to you, don't buy it. Okay. Because I spoke to a travel agent and they've been told by Universal that, yeah, sure, go ahead, sell the tickets. But we have not confirmed the event dates yet. Uh. They're going to be announced probably early February. But they were told, the travel agents, I think it was in December, um, by Universal, go ahead and sell the tickets if you want, but we haven't confirmed the dates, so you run the risk of upsetting your clients if you sell a ticket that then mm. means you can't get into that mm. park when they think they can. And that's the thing, because I mean, normally the first couple of weeks of the event is when they do things like Russia Fear, and, and it's generally a bit cheaper. But what 
because of they, them saying Sunday to Sunday to Friday is well, if I use a ticket on a Friday, can I then use the other ticket on a Sunday? Or are you saying that I have to use a ticket on a Sunday and then a Friday? Mm. That was what, like, it shouldn't be that difficult. It should be, like, very simple. But just because it sounds like it's obvious that you should be able to use it on whatever days you want except for Saturday, there might be, like, a loophole saying you, you need to use it in the same week. Mm. In which case you'd have to use it on a Sunday and then use it the following Thursday or Friday. So, well, I think even if you rang them up and asked them, I bet you they couldn't tell you. They probably couldn't. Not right mm. now. Not not if they haven't been officially given the go-ahead, at least. Yeah. Um, the other Halloween Horror Nights news I've got is that Comcast did a shareholder um, earnings call uh, today and uh, Comcast said, and this is the first time they've ever said this, uh, that for the third quarter of this financial year, so what, what's that? October, November, December. Mm-hmm. Um, the theme parks business was up 0.7% x number of billions due to a record results from the Halloween Horror Nights events staged at both domestic parks. Wow. So that is the first time that I have ever seen that in a earnings call, talking about Comcast as this giant multi-billion dollar business, specifically mention the little Halloween event that we have in Orlando and Hollywood. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that shows the impact, doesn't it? That shows you how much money that event brought in last year and how successful it was. And there's me thinking all those people are going to see the uh, Jimmy Fallon and uh, <laughs> Fast and Furious Sorry attraction. <laughs> yeah, brackets, despite the Fast and Furious <laughs> attraction. <laughs> They've already written that off. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, the, the, the thing is, just you know, kind of looping this into what we were talking about with the third gate is you know there have been rumors that they would potentially move halloween horror Nights over to the third gate because they're building this part from scratch which therefore means that they can actually plan for this kind of event because obviously halloween horror nights whilst it's been going on for you know 29 years mm. um you know it, it was not it didn't start off how it's ended up and no. it wasn't designed for what they do. So if they could purposely design a park knowing that they were going to be doing this kind of thing, that would make a lot of sense. Um, but, but what do you think about that? Well, interestingly, just to go back on what you said there about... Because Halloween Heights was invented essentially because the Jaws ride didn't work, the Con ride didn't work, blah, 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 blah. In fact, the earnings call, if you drill down into the figures, it actually says that the Japanese um, Universal Studios Park... Uh, attendance there has dropped off a cliff due to some natural disasters that happened last year, um, which I don't really know what that's about necessarily. But um, they actually say that that park has suffered financially so much that the Halloween Horror Nights event that only happened in September and October completely offset that, and they still were up 0.7% globally for theme parks. Wow. So one little event in Orlando and Hollywood is enough money extra made up that 
writes off what happened in Japan, considering half of the people going there didn't go there. <laughs> it, so it, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah, it um, absolutely is. But to answer your question, I, 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 you know, that's the rumor. I'm not saying that's true that they're going to be moving it to this this other park. But you know, it would definitely make sense because if you look at logistically last year, um, you know, Luke, you'll back me up on this. There was just just so many people trying to get into that park nearly mm-hmm. every night. An opening weekend, they also had a uh, North Carolina and South Carolina, like all those people from the hurricane down there because yeah. opening weekend was crazy crazy busy it was ridiculously busy wasn't it mm-hmm. you know so if they're going to build another park that logistically handles the crowds better then it would make business sense to move the event to that park and if the rumors of them having universal monsters in that park as well mm. then even more so <sighs> well oh. that's it uh, no, no, Luke, don't get too excited. When I say to bring the Universal Monsters over there, they're just bringing over creatures seen in the uh, the Tom Cruise Mummy film. Uh, per- <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I know you're a fan. Um, before we go, I just want oh, to... Oh, I've got one last Halloween Horror Nights thing, sorry. Okay. Do you want to do it now or after you... Oh, it, it's Halloween Horror Nights as well, so just quickly... Um, as we talked about at the top of the show, uh, the podcast is going out for Halloween Horror Nights, 26th to the 30th of September. Um, but we've just launched a new podcast called After Dark's Halloween Adventure. Um, we launched it uh, last week, or the beginning of this week. And it's it's basically going to be a kind of audio diary of of this trip and the planning for it and... You know, we'll talk about news and expectations, and, and when we actually go out there, we're going to record audio and and things like we've done in the past. And it's all going to be uh, on that show, so um, it, it should be a fun little experiment. And if anyone wants to follow along, then please do that. So uh, again, after that's Halloween uh, adventure, a HHN twenty nine trip planning podcast is available now. Where all Good podcasts can be found, and some bad ones. Manavi, is is that going to be on a separate feed, or is that going to be? It is on a separate feed. Yeah, so it's not on here um, because you know we we do talk about obviously Halloween Horror Nights on here, but this is more a a general universal podcast, Um, and and that particular podcast is literally just for this trip coming up. Once this trip is done that podcast ends it will it will live on forever we won't take it down but that's it once once we've done the trip and we've done our final thoughts that podcast no more episodes Mm. so so there Mm. but i was interrupting your flow no no sorry i was interrupting yours really um terribly british i guess aren't you well there chap yeah well i say you know (laughs) Um, there's two other things that I'm currently working on. Um, and this is to do with Halloween Horror Nights. Um, just going back track to the name, the Fantastic Worlds thing. Um, the other thing, since Warner Brothers threw the spanner in the works for that name, is that Universal has been trademarking, and they've even today even, they've been doing a lot of trademarking, of the title Universal's Epic Universe. 
So it seems as though the hmm. Epic Universe is the backup plan if uh, Warner Brothers gets their way and won't let them use Fantastic. Um, the other thing that was interesting, the reason I mentioned this, is that in the trademarks, um, they've since been deleted as far as I can see. They've, they've disappeared, which is a bit annoying because I didn't take a screen capture of them. But there was two properties that also showed up within the trademarking um, that they've been doing recently um, that I wondered if they were doing it for Halloween Horror Nights. And the, the trademarking they were doing for these two properties was to do with the sale of merchandise. Specifically, and it did mention this, T-shirts and shot glasses. Now, T-shirts and shot glasses have been sold at Halloween Horror Nights for decades. So... Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of a, a, tra a trademark, if you like, a, of, of the event. Um, but as I say, they've since disappeared. Anyway, the two properties. Now, I haven't seen either of these shows, and they are TV shows. So I don't know how suitable they are for Halloween Horror Nights. Chips. But, and, so I don't know if you two have seen these shows. Chips. One of them. No, not Chips. One mm. of them is called Night Flyers. So... Right, what I know of Night Flyers is it's um, what's-his-face, George Martin. No, what's his name? George R. R. Martin. That's the guy. So uh, it's it's based on a series of his books. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's like a, a sci-fi produced show. Yeah, so it is produced. So sci-fi is owned by Universal. Yeah. Um, so th that's one and then the other one which was done at the same time as this one and again I have no idea if this is suitable is The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell has anyone seen this? hang on nope. hang on right I think I know what this is is this the the kind of show where somebody makes cakes I think so but it's produced co-produced by the Jim Henson company. Oh, so she makes cakes that talk. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But both <laughs> of them are on Netflix. And since Netflix were very successful with Universal last year doing Stranger Things... Yeah. You know, could these two properties be coming to Halloween Horror Nights 29? So, mm -hmm. so I'm pretty sure with that cake show, or Christine, whatever her name is, um, from what I remember seeing a trailer for it, and it seemed to be somebody who it seemed to be a little bit like Cake Boss, but instead of Cake Boss just making kind of fancy looking cakes made out of fine um, well, that they're more Halloween gothicy style cakes. It says here, the show centres around Christine McConnell, an artist and baker who lives in a mansion full of monsters and ghosts. Yeah, it's the monster's house, basically. Mm. But they, but I remember seeing mm. some cakes from it, and they were kind of like, you know, gothic-y, you know, Halloween-themed cakes. So, I, I mean, I'll be honest, it doesn't really sound like the concept you'd expect to see in a house, unless it was going to be yeah. a pure comedy house. Um, but, you know, maybe what they'll be doing is selling, you know, cakes at the event or something. Well, what about it being a show? Yeah, like a live demonstration or something. Hmm. 
because they haven't announced any. Because um, I mean, I know Amanda will cry into her uh, Bud Light or Budweiser, whichever one she's drinking at the moment. Um, but I mean, they, it doesn't. It's not looking good for Academy of Villains. Yeah, is it? Yeah. It's been very, very quiet on that front. It didn't seem to. I mean, I know you. You know, everyone I know saw it, enjoyed it, but the reaction on on Twitter about it was was certainly not um, was not that positive. They people felt it wasn't as good a show as they'd been doing previously, and I think you know, again, I I can't judge because I didn't see it, but I think some of that might be resentment for Bill and Ted as mm. well. Mm. Uh, it was a very very big stage to fill, um, and so some of it might just be resentment. Some of it might just be people just not enjoying it. But it didn't seem to have uh, the 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 legion of fans that they had the previous years. And yeah, I wonder if I wonder if they are, they'll be back this year. And you could be right. Maybe that's what they're going to do. Something like that instead. Well, it, I mean, it's interesting. I mean. If you, um, I've just refound the Curious Creations one, and it's NBC that, uh, um, yeah, the television side that have done the trademarking. Mm. So you might say, you know, maybe not. I mean, have you seen either of these, Luke? No, never heard of them. No, I've heard. Of, I said I've heard of both of them. I heard Night Flyers, um, but I've, I've never watched it it just didn't I, I wasn't a fan of game of thrones so um and and no disrespect i know that there are some good shows on on sci-fi um but i always kind of associate it a little bit more low budget than other networks and it seemed to um to just be one of those shows that probably wouldn't be executed particularly well as well so mm. i avoided it like the plague i'll be completely honest yeah. Yeah, sci-fi. I don't know about in America, but over here it hasn't really got much of a name, has it? Really, sci-fi is the only show on sci-fi that I like, and I heartily recommend this to anybody listening. Is a show called Happy, which immediately sounds like it's going to be awful, and it's based on a comic book. But again, don't let it put you off because it's about an alcoholic ex-cop who um who gets injured and sees an imaginary flying cartoon horse that's voiced by Patton Oswalt and mm. it is absolutely ludicrous like proper over the top violence comedy it it's a really interesting show and it's a good watch but it is quite gory so that might put you off but it, it's really well worth watching and it's the first thing that I've seen sci-fi make in a long time that I thought this is pretty decent. And I'm including the Sharknado films in that. <laughs> I watched the um, Happy Time Murders the other day, talking about Henson. And? <laughs> well, the the first half's not too bad. It just gets a bit silly, doesn't it? I don't. I've not. I've not. I, I kind of wanted to see it, but uh, I'd heard too many people that I kind of trust say it wasn't very good. Uh, it's not very good. It's like they started writing <laughs> and it got really good, and then they just got bored and just you know. It sounds like it feels a little bit like um, what was that film about the talking food? Yeah, a bit like that. Party. Yes, it was like it's like that, 
as a trailer, I thought this looks brilliant. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, you've stretched that trailer out into like a 90 minute film. Yeah. Yeah. It lost, I do, lost its I way. Do, I do feel bad though for the Henson company because they've lost a load of money on it, haven't they? And it's, you're like, oh man. Well, hope, have, hopefully yeah. they're doing um, the Dark Crystal, aren't they? Mm. The, the follow-up to the Dark Crystal. So maybe that will be... I know Netflix are funding it, but you know maybe that will see him kind of return a little bit to the top. Mm. But yeah, I, I think you just need the right property. And I quite like Melissa McCarthy, but to be honest, like that didn't sell it to me no. either. But... Uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe that. Yeah, maybe we could see a, a stage show or something. Um, I mean, there's, there's got to be a show this year, surely, Chris. Well, yeah, there's got to be. I mean, I haven't heard anything about the shows whatsoever. Um, I'll be honest with you, I've heard nothing about them. That's not to say there aren't any, but you know. But I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that these two properties are definitely going to be shows. Uh, definitely going to be um, uh, properties at. Halloween Horror Nights but um, you know it's interesting the other thing I will say is and I think I mentioned this earlier briefly is we are looking at having an announcement probably in early February mm. Mm, Stranger Things 2 well it could be because that's <laughs> around the same time they announced Stranger Things oh, last year yeah. isn't it yeah it's true it's true yeah. well if you if you're really really lucky then what will hopefully happen is that Universal will make the first wave of announcements and then um, and then Amanda will be back you won't yeah. have to listen to me so it's you know oh. everyone's a winner um, look just before we go there was one thing I did want to talk about we, we there's been so much that we've been able to talk about that I, I forgot to talk about it earlier but just before we round up um, we you know we, it's a new year lots of things going on Um as Universal seems to have every year. Um, they seem to be a lot more productive in getting stuff done than we see at uh, Disney. Um, but what are, are people's expectations or what are people looking forward to this year at Universal? Go on, Luke. Oh, well, currently, of course, Horror Nights. Of course, always looking forward to that. Um, and also Mardi Gras. I'm looking forward to this year's Mardi Gras. Hmm. And 100% that new roller coaster, because I'm a big fan of roller coasters. That's probably at the top of my list, but I don't know if that's going to be this year. Probably next or two years, you know. What the, well, they're saying a, a year minimum for the, the new hmm. Jurassic one, but the Harry Potter one is due to open this year, isn't it? It is. Ooh, that'll be, sweet. I, I'd imagine that'll probably open around Memorial Day. I haven't seen date, too much but... on that. Mm. I've I've heard rumors of what it's supposed to look like, and if it looks, if it's the same ride that I've seen in Germany, it will be fun. Um, but it's not going to be the kind of thrill ride you, you were used to with Dragon's Challenge. Oh, so again, I was that's, just about to ask. Yeah, <laughs> so again, that's another reason that they need to make sure it's Jurassic. World Park one knocks it out of the park. Yeah, like at least seven loops. <laughs> seven loops. <laughs> now, oh yeah, that'd enough. be cool too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about yourself, Mister Ripley? Well, it's a slightly boring answer, but I am two part two parts. I'm looking forward to what they finally 
announced for Fantastic come Epic Worlds and whatever that will be. I'm interested to see what they're doing because they must have some kind of plan because they are at the moment clearing the land and starting to do the drainage and stuff. So they obviously know roughly what they're doing or to a point. But So that that's interesting. And the other thing I'm interested in seeing is, is what the hell they're going to do with Kids Zone. Because every year, just when mm. you think they're going to demolish it and start doing something, it kind of all goes away again. So they're obviously the plans that the, the, the new theme park are all in flux because they don't obviously want to commit to doing something in Kidzone that they need to use in the new park. So I'm really keen to see what they do with Kidzone because it's been such a long time now that that's been on the cards to have it completely, you know, redone. I want to see have, what they do there. Have you heard any rumors about Pokemon Go going in there? Because, yeah. Okay, because I was told by that, by uh, some, like, sweeper guy, like an employee, he's like, don't tell anybody. I don't remember his name, so I won't call him out. <laughs> but no, nice. I have definitely heard that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will it just be? Will it just be an area for people with their phones to walk into? Each other? <laughs> yeah. That, that's the attraction well, itself. It's what they do with it, isn't it? I mean, you know, originally, I mean, a few years ago, when they said they were going to do a new park, there was a. I think it might have even been an earnings call. I don't know, but they did say then that the new park they were going to build would be focused more on young children which I think that's obviously gone out the window now. But, you know, they, if they put Pokemon in there, I don't know what age group Pokemon is aimed at, but you would assume they would keep some stuff for younger children. Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know. I mean, look, to be honest, if this carries on with them not doing anything with Kidzone, we'll actually have seen a reboot of American Tower and Barney the Dinosaur. I think there's a reboot of Barney being made right now. Oh, my God. Apparently. Things I didn't want to see rebooted. Um, (laughs) Well, Shrek's being rebooted as well, isn't it? Again, talking about things I didn't (laughs) want to see. Especially with the original voice cast. That makes no sense to me at all. Um, I'm I'm obviously very excited to see um, the Harry Potter, the new Harry Potter ride. Um, You know, especially after um, my my not such so enjoyable experience of going on the forbidden journey last time it just really makes me feel rough now that ride Mm. it never used to Mm. so any new harry Potter attraction you know i can't wait to see it um i'm looking forward to see what they're going to do with terminator 2 because that's almost well it's 18 months now since it closed down yeah again there was all these um I think it was trademark put in for Jason Bourne stuff. Well, uh, we talked about it at the time, didn't we? We thought it was going to be Jason Bourne. We heard a rumor about James Bond. But then um, recently, the, the the rumor that I'm hearing a bit more often now is Star Trek. Mm. So that's interesting. It's a franchise that is. I mean, that's in a state of flux as well. So it'd be good to get it in a in a theme park. And they used to have. Did they used to do have the Star Trek experience? Uh, what was it called? But where you could, uh, you know, be on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, Next so to the mummy. Yeah, so I mean that you know, so there's a little bit of history there. So that wouldn't be that wouldn't be too bad. And I'm especially looking forward to um, the fire that. Um, is going to engulf and unfortunately destroy um, the ride building 
um, at Fast and Furious Supercharged, which will be happening probably around about the 30th of September. Um, I, I, don't tell me why. I've just got this hunch. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing to do with me. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what? I can't wait to go on it so I can see how bad it is with my own eyes. Yeah. As somebody... You get soaked by the fog. I, as, look, as somebody who as his guilty pleasure, actually really enjoys that franchise of films, I can only imagine how awful it's going to actually be when I get on it. Yeah. So, I yeah, can't I'm a, wait. I'm a fan too, and it's like, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I can't wait to see how my one of my favourite guilty pleasures has been completely ruined <laughs> yeah. forevermore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and obviously I can't wait to go, and I can't wait to meet up with you wonderful people, and also... Hopefully, some of you listening at home. So, thank yeah. you, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, I said we will be back in February. Um, I think the plan is to go to a a monthly schedule. I think that's what Amanda is doing um, going forward. So, I think we'll be having one show a month, but it's her baby. I'll let her do what she wants with it. Um, but there will be a show in February. So until next time, take care and we'll see you soon. You can both say goodbye, by the way. Yeah. When, when do we say <laughs> <Bye>. goodbye? <laughs> Cheerio. See you now. Mind there you go. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support us and the other After Dark Podcast Network shows, please visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash disasterdark. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash disasterdark. As well as supporting the show, there are other goodies available, including badges and soon t-shirts available as a thank you for your support. Network.